Good evening, and welcome to the House of Horrors. <laughs> no, it's not a House of Horrors. It's a house of hilarity. This is the Harlan Highway. You are rolling down it with me, your host, Harlan Williams. The podcast where you can schnodcast. No meaning. Uh, today, uh, we, are, we are talking about babies. We're talking about babies and pets. Do they go together? I am going to tell you a horrific story that might make your stomach turn. Um... Yeah, babies and pets together. Sometimes they ain't the best uh, match. And if you have a baby um, and you listen to this podcast, you might uh, hopefully think twice about leaving the baby out with the family pets. Sometimes it doesn't end well. I'll, I'll let you listen. Also, we're going to be, I got a call from one of the pavement pounders asking about a very famous and super talented radio personality, a guy named Mr. Phil Hendry, who does something similar to me wherein he, he does characters on his radio show and his podcast, and he jumps back and forth between being himself and being his characters. And the, the listener asks if I'd heard of him, if I'd been compared to him. You're about to find out on the Harland Highway. You're listening to Harlan Williams. Harlan, funny stuff, bro. Funny stuff. Keep it coming. Later. How long have you had this job? Long enough. He's fine as long as he gets his medication. He doesn't get his medications. He's not fine. Right. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. You're a groovy boy. I'd like to strap you on sometime. The Harland Highway. You're all going to experience intense. Mental, physical, strength. All right, hold tight on the Harland Highway show. Go back and be doing. I'll do it, I swear to God. Don't be such a fucking pussy. You're new around here, ain't you? What's your name? You're listening to Harland Williams. Welcome to the Harland Highway. Sheesh. Okay, so uh, I think I mentioned to you guys the other day that uh, my little sister, my little sister had a baby, little, little tiny baby. It, it's so it's so amazing, the concept of babies, isn't it? That, 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 you know, two weeks ago, this human being did not exist. I mean, she existed inside my sister, but was not walking this earthly plane with us, was not was not out exposed to the world. It's, it's just weird that we start and we stop. We're there, then we're not there, then we're, you know, it, it's just so bizarre. And uh, and so I'm phoning my sister and I'm congratulating her and I'm like, so how how's everyone loving the baby? You know, how's the father? And my sister already has two little girls. How are the little girls? And is every, they're all excited. And then I... I was like, oh, yeah, you have a little uh, wiener dog. I was like, how, how was the wiener dog? And she was like, well, he was a little nervous. Like every time he got close to her, he kind of started crying. He's not sure how to take it. And then I remembered a news story that kind of freaked me out. It, it was very recent. It was just in the last few weeks. And I don't know if I should have said it to my sister or not, but I like freaked out. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. The, the wiener dog, I said, you know, there was a news story a few weeks ago, 
And my sister's like, oh, no, don't tell me. And I said, no, 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 I'm going to tell you. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have, but it, I'm concerned for the baby. Okay, Sandy? Um, I, I said, there was a thing in the paper where this couple uh, had a baby, and the father went to work. The mother went down into the basement or upstairs to do the laundry and heard the baby screaming. The baby was sitting in uh, one of those, you know, those little baby holder chair bed things. And the mother came running down and her two pet ferrets were literally eating the baby's face. Oh, I know. I know. And I, I read the story and they're describing that the ba- the the, uh, the ferrets had, had chewed the baby's upper lip off. And and part of its cheek and its face around its eye. Luckily, it didn't. They didn't eat the eyes. And I was just like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! I mean, unbelievable! Is there anything more horrific than maybe having your baby stolen? Could be worse, but your baby's literally being eaten alive, and and not not its fingers or its toes, its face." Oh my God! So, so you know, uh, th- this is the thing. You got to be careful. I had a friend back in Canada who had a baby, and one day its dog—it was a fair-sized dog. It was like a, like maybe a little smaller than a German Shepherd. It was a it was a it was a mutt. And one day they weren't paying attention, and and this dog just went nuts on their baby, like attacked it and started biting it and dragging it and. The baby lived, but it's like, whew. you know, you got to remember, as much as human beings are like, oh, look at the baby. Oh, coochie, coochie, coo, little baby, little baby. Oh, look at the little baby human being, right? Um, I'm afraid that, uh, you know, animals don't really have the, the, the brains we have. They're, they're not entirely sure what a baby is. They, they maybe have a concept. But then maybe they don't. Apparently, some animals think babies are delicious. And you got to remember, at the end of the day, as much as your dog or your cat or your ferret or your your wolverine, whatever you have, likes to cuddle and snuggle and roll over and do tricks, they are an animal. Animals have animal instincts. And especially ones that are a little more wild. Look, I don't think ferrets are really in the same class as a dog or a cat. I think ferrets are still uh, got that strain of wild, you know, these are animals that that tunnel underground and eat prairie dogs. So this was uh this was very startling. So I told my sister this story. She's like, "Oh my god." And I said, "So be careful as much as we love your little wiener dog." She goes, "Don't worry, I'm not putting the wiener dog near the baby." I'm keeping the wiener dog. The wiener dog does not have access to the baby. And my little sister is very responsible. So, of course, she probably already knew this. But, man, it's it's scary. You know, I saw, I saw a thing on the news recently where some guy owned one of those big yellow boa constrictors, the kind Britney Spears wears around her neck. And this was like, you know, an eight, nine-foot constrictor. And this guy's letting uh, letting his three-year-old boy play with it on the floor. And, and the snake's just crawling all over him. And, 
You know, people forget. They forget that, uh, you know, animals animals uh, really have one M.O. in life or two M.O.s. They, they like to eat and they like to sleep. And if somewhere in between you, you rub their neck or rub their tummy or throw a ball for them, great. But that's not wired into their DNA. Animals' DNA, they are wired to eat and sleep and maybe reproduce. The rest is just kind of goofiness and, uh, man, alive. You leave a baby laying around, you might as well put melted cheese on it and drizzle some chocolate sauce on its head and put soak its feet in gravy. You might as well just, you know, prep it, prep the baby for, uh, for everybody, you know? Be very careful to love your animals Cherish your animals, but for God's sakes, don't don't trust them to the point where they're okay with a defenseless, helpless baby. Thank God this baby cried out, or it would have been being crapped out of ferret asses the next day. So hopefully they'll be able to do some reconstructive surgery on that little baby, and, you know, my God. So there you go. Be careful. Be careful with your little babies and and your doggies and your caddies, okay? Thank you. Hello? Hello? Hey, Harlan. This is Mike from Portland. Uh, I'm at work right now, so I'm on a 10-minute break, so forgive the noise in the background. Hopefully you can hear this all right, but I just wanted to ask you if anybody's ever compared your show to Phil Hendry. Um, he has a radio show or has one where he would also do different voices and people and things like that. Really funny guy. You guys obviously have two different styles of comedy, but still kind of the same thing a little bit. And I'm just wondering if you guys have ever communicated with each other, if you know of him, or um, you know, if you haven't heard of him, give him a listen. You would probably think he's a pretty funny guy. Anywho, I was wondering if you could speak to that, and I hope we have a good rest of the day. Chicken chow mein, man. Oh, my God. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, first of all, the answer is yes, I, I have listened to Phil Henry. I know Phil Henry, and I L-O-V-E love Phil Henry. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, oh, my God. You know, he, I just said this to a friend of mine the other day. I, I, I'm not a guy that laughs out loud easily. I don't know why. I wish I was. It makes me mad that it, it's so hard for me to find something funny and laugh out loud. Maybe that's why I do my podcast to amuse myself. I don't know. But I love comedy, obviously. I love humor. I love laughing. But but I, I for whatever reason, it takes just the right thing or the right whatever it is to make me laugh out loud. And Phil Hendry, I was telling this to a friend just the other day. We were talking about Phil Hendry. Um, he makes me laugh out loud just about every single time I listen to his podcast or his radio show. I found his show by fluke. And before I get into it, yes, Phil Henry's a guy that does the voice thing. He he uh he does his own voice as a as a radio host, and then he jumps back he jumps into uh, other voices, other characters, very similar to what I do, and I'll address that more later on. Um and he's immaculate. He's he's just he's 
He's amazing. I mean, um, the, the, the way he jumps back and forth, the speed, the precision, he can get three or four characters going at a time, and he seems to remember everybody's time and place, and he, he switches back from men to women to men to old men. to He's just the master. The talent th that Phil Hendry has is unbelievable. And surprisingly, he's kind of a guy that, despite how much everyone who hears him loves him, is a little bit under the radar, and that's because his medium is radio. And radio has been kind of displaced by, <coughs> excuse me, all the other mediums that are available nowadays. So it's probably hard to get traction on the radio when there's so many other entertaining distractions out there from you know, podcasts to TV shows to movies to you name it, the YouTube, you know, it, it, there's just so much. But uh, the first time I heard Phil Hendry was I was just driving around in my truck and I was bored and I was channel surfing and I went onto the AM radio dial because I was tired of listening to music. I was like, ah, I'll listen to some talk radio and I accidentally stumbled on this radio show where this guy was interviewing this woman named Margaret Gray, who was a uh, was the president of the homeowners' estates uh, for some gated community. And she was talking about how you know how good they had it in the gated community. And sometimes when the immigrant children made it through the gates to play with their kids, you know, sometimes they'd give them a microwave oven or something for Halloween, um, you know, just so they didn't feel like immigrants. And, and of course, it's edgy and provocative, but it's really funny because it's so stupid. What it's really doing is shining the light back on us more than it's making fun of immigrants. It's shining the light back on the attitudes of, of a lot of people uh, in America who do treat immigrants uh, kind of as as below where they are on the uh, pecking order. And so <laughs> at first I wasn't sure because Phil's so good with switching back and forth, forth with the voices. I was like, huh, something just sounds a little strange about this. Like, I, And then I started to notice that Phil never talked at the exact same time the person he was interviewing talked, and it slowly, slowly dawned on me. I figured it out on my own that he was doing the voices. But even though I knew that, I was just in heaven because the guy, A, he's hilariously funny. He's just got a great sense of humor, impeccable timing, and B, he's very, very smart. He's very knowledgeable. He's very intelligent. He's very well-versed. No matter what topic he seems to be talking about, he seems to um, he seems to, to to be very uh, knowledgeable and have a, a deep understanding of whatever he's talking about. So that really helps sell his bits because whenever he talks to a, a fake guest as he interviews himself the way I do, there there's a real um, there's a real convincing uh, layering going on because he's he's so smart. Um, so anyways, he's, he's very funny. He's very smart, but the, the way he words things, the, the, the edginess, the topics, the way he twists things around, he makes me laugh out loud. And he used to do this in the old days. He doesn't do it anymore, which is kind of a bummer. He used to take live phone calls from his listeners as part of his show. So he'd be himself, Phil Hendry, 
Then he would interview one of his made-up characters, and then he would bring a live caller into the interview who wasn't aware that he was talking to himself in character. And so he'd have this three-way argument going on between himself as character and a live listener calling in from somewhere in the country. He was syndicated all over the country and uh, just just phenomenal, phenomenal. I, 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 I urge all of you to, you'll probably dump my podcast and just want to listen to him and I won't blame you. He's that good. Uh, just phenomenal. Um, so yes, 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 100%, one of my favorite guys of all time. Here's what I do. This is a bit of a ritual with me to tell you how much I love Phil Henry. I went to his website, and for like 75 bucks, you can become a member of his website, thephilhenryshow.com, and you become a member, and you can listen to his, his podcast. He just does podcasts now. I don't think he's on terrestrial radio anymore. And you can download his whole library. He's, he has years of years, decades of material, of shows. He does a show every night of the week, uh, five nights a week at least he did. And now I think he even does a Saturday and Sunday podcast. He's an animal. Um, but for like 70 bucks, you can, you can join for the whole year. And I thought, hey, should I be doing that? Maybe one day. Um, so uh, so what I do is, is I, I download uh, the latest episode or sometimes I'll go into the archives and download an old one and I will literally lay my laptop on my bed and listen to it as I'm falling asleep and just laugh my ass off. It's very comforting and funny and it's a great time to listen to theater of the mind when the, the lights are out and there's no distractions. It's a... It's a really good time to to listen to these made-up characters and these made-up worlds, kind of similar to what I do. Now, your other question was, and by the way, I, again, I recommend you tune in to Phil Hendry. He's just Phil Hendry Show. It's H-E-N-D-R-I-E, Phil Hendry, at philhendryshow.com. And I'm, t- I'm telling you, join. It, you get a backstage pass. It is worth every penny. To listen to Phil Henry, believe me. He also does a video cast where you can watch him going in and out of his characters, but I warn you, that might not be the best idea because it kind of pops the bubble. His his characters are so real that you almost don't want to see him doing them live because it 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 it, it once you see it, you can't unsee it. And um It's fascinating to watch, but at the same time, it might take the edge off of your experience listening to him because he's so good. Um, Now, your second question was, do I get compared to Phil Henry? And do people ask if I'm imitating Phil Henry? And fortunately, the answers there are all positive. Um, I have had a few people compare me uh, to Phil Henry, which to me is the biggest compliment. if there's anyone I'd want to be compared for, even said in the same sentence as it's it's this man. And um, as far as like uh, being a guy that copies Phil Henry, I'm so happy to be able to say this. The answer is no. No, I have not ever copied Phil Henry. And fortunately, I have proof. Oh, I'm so happy because I've 
been fascinated with this type of theater of the mind, the, the, the podcast that I do since I was a little boy. I've always loved doing voices and jumping back and forth and, and, and the medium of radio. I've always felt was the perfect place. And so when I was just getting started in stand-up comedy in the 80s, um, I decided to put out a comedy album. And I decided I didn't want to do stand-up because I was like, as much as I love my stand-up act, it's kind of boring. So you got to remember, back then we didn't have the internet, we didn't have podcasting, we didn't have digital blah, blah, blah. So I basically rented a reel-to-reel um, tape deck where you get these great big uh, round, like six-inch uh, tapes, and you run them through a giant tape recorder, and it was called a reel-to-reel. And I set up a microphone, and I had a few little sound effects things, and I had this little uh, this little electronic box that mimicked the sound of a phone. And I did a, a whole album called Harland Williams When Rhubarb Turns to Radish. And on side one, it was rhubarb. And on side two, it was Radish. Now, the, the concept of the, the album, which was a cassette tape, by the way, side one and side two, cassette. Here it is. I'm, I'm shaking. I still actually, this is it. I'm shaking. You hear the cassette in there? I, I actually have a box of these left. And uh, there's a picture of me on the front holding up some rhubarb in one hand and some radishes in the other. It's pretty demented. But the concept of the album was me at a demented radio station, and the whole album is me jumping in and out of characters. Uh, people calling in, people calling in for interviews, me doing characters, me jumping back and forth between voices, exactly what I do on my show here, and exactly what Phil Henry does. And I even have the date on the credit list inside here, 1989. So, ladies and gentlemen, and Phil Henry fans, uh, I'm not saying I'm better than Phil Henry, but I can, without a shadow of a doubt, tell you that I was doing this possibly before Phil Henry. Yes, yes. So, I'm so glad I have that because I would hate people to go, yeah, right, you just ripped them off. No. No, 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 no. So this, maybe I was ahead of my time, I, I you know, because I know Phil Henry did traditional radio and kind of slowly kind of segued into doing his characters. But I have a feeling my my uh, demented radio show with the Phil Hendry-style um, type of uh, voice stuff, uh, I, think, I think it might have preceded Phil Henry even doing it. And on a further note, not that I'm getting in a, a fight with Phil Henry. My God, no, I, I love him. But Phil Henry actually does a character on his show, which is a air traffic uh, pilot, which you've heard me do on my show. And if you listen to Rhubarb Turns to Radish, that character shows up about five times throughout my album. And so I dare say that I was doing this character before Phil Henry was. Phil Henry, yes. Which isn't a boast, it's just, you know, no one could ever look at me and go, oh, you're ripping off Phil Henry. Um, so I'm very proud of my old album. I'm very proud that uh, I can be mentioned in the same breath as Phil Henry. 
I certainly feel that some of my characters are just as good, if not better, than Phil Henry's, and some of them are, are probably worse. But, um, you know, we have different styles. We have different sensibilities. We have different uh, senses of humor. We do different comedy. And, um, you know, boy, oh, boy, I actually had the chance to have Phil Hendry on my podcast once. A friend of mine knew him. And asked him if he would be interested. I asked her to ask him if he'd want to do it. And he said yes. And I've never been intimidated by a guest. But I, I, I have such high praise for Phil Hendry that I got really nervous. And I was worried that I would just bore the guy. Because he's so seasoned at being a broadcaster. He's so good at what he does. I thought, man, he's just going to sit here and... and you know, huff and puff and roll his eyes and who the hell is this kid? And and he might not have. He might have just loved talking to me, but I got all this stuff in my head and I, ha I have so much admiration and respect for Phil Hendry that, that I, I just, I, I, maybe I will talk to him one day and, and I think he's the type of guy who would just start blubbering because, you know, like I said, he makes me laugh out loud. I just I just love his characters. I love his intelligence. I love his humor. I love what he does. Um, but as I said, I think I might have been doing the same format before he even was. And it doesn't matter because there's room for me and him and anyone else that wants to do it. It's all about what you guys like to listen to. But as far as what I do... Um, I enjoy doing it. I hope you guys enjoy it. But if you do enjoy what I do, I'm pretty sure you will enjoy what Phil Hendry does. And please, please, please listen to this man. He he will make you laugh your ass off, I guarantee. So there you go. Wow, I'm sorry my answer was so damn long. But, man, when I heard that call, I got very excited because, as you can hear, I'm, I'm, a, bit of a, I'm a bit of a fan of the man. And, uh, you know, I'm in the entertainment industry. I've, I've worked with A-list actors, and I've worked with all the best comedians, and I've been on all the big talk shows, and blah, 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 blah. And I got to tell you, probably out of all the famous, talented, wonderful people I've worked with, Phil Hendry is, and I've never worked with Phil, but as far as my feelings towards someone with talent and funniness, Phil Hendry's probably in my top three okay so that's how much uh admiration i have for this this incredible man so philhendryshow.com go and pay the money and you will you will be happy you did i'm i'm pretty sure i'd love to hear your feedback on it um he is just great so there you go thank you for that call again sorry my answer was so long but i got fired up um, and I hope, did I, did I run out the show? I did. God, we're at the end of the show, but I think it was worth it. Worth it to talk about, uh, Phil Hendry and, uh, hopefully send some of you listeners that have never heard of him towards him and his way and uh, just sit back and enjoy. If you, if you, if you're older and you've gone through life and you have eh, pretty much seen it all, I've heard it all. There's not that much that makes me laugh anymore. I hope I have handed to you and this caller has handed to you a treat that is just going to brighten up your life and fill your time with laughter because he's amazing. 
So there you go. And if you want to comment, if you listen to them and you want to give me any feedback on them, uh, I'm happy to hear it. I'd love to hear what you think of old Phil Henry. And I say old because he's I think he's in his 60s or something, but he's still his mind is as sharp as a Norwegian narwhal tip. Too soon. Maybe some ferret should eat my face. Um, so there you go. Uh, let's let's uh, end the show on a high note, talking about uh, a legend, and uh, let's let's fill you in on uh, where I'm going to be this uh, coming week. I will be in West Palm Beach at the Improv in Florida. West Palm Beach, Florida Improv, February nineteenth to the twenty first, Thursday through Saturday, uh, and then the following week. I'll be back on the West Coast in California, Brea, California, Thursday to to Sunday. That's uh, February 26th to March 1st. Oh, my God, we're going to be in March. And then the following week, I go up to Winnipeg, Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, to a great comedy club called Rumors. Get your tickets all at harlandwilliams.com. And uh, I hope we see you out there. Should be a blast. Um, go to my uh, website, click on the uh, stand-up comedy tour link, and you can get your tickets right there. Check out the store while you're there. Uh, check out all kinds of stuff. It's all there. Go through the website. You'll find fun things to buy, fun things to listen to, fun things to watch. And uh, I'll leave it right there. Thank you, everybody, for being here. And until next time, chicken chow mein, baby.